for real talk we had to start over because my equipment is not working right i feel so bad because juice been sitting out here for hours and hours but i even said his name so i won't have him introduce himself again hey i'm juice akins from detroit michigan detroit michigan um what position do you play juice uh play slot receiver and uh pick okay and what school did you attend Too much fast. Little bit. Not that fast. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's fast on the field, seriously. Like really fast. Him and uh what was the other guy out here with the dress? Yeah, Daryl, oh my god. It was like I was editing his video. I couldn't edit his video because he was just zooming past him so fast. Uh what made you want to play sports? I asked you that already.
show me how to release and let go because I was around here going crazy and just giving and giving until I was taken from my own home, you know, and leaving my kids empty. You understand? So, Pat, did you have to learn that lesson too, or you haven't got to that point yet? Well, I haven't really gotten to that point, but when, anytime I go into anything that I do, I'm really a firm believer in it, and I'm really understanding that. I know that everybody may not hear me at that point in time. You know, I was always taught that sometimes when people speak to you, you know, see that you're planting in them, so it may not blossom all at the same time, but eventually, you know, it'll resonate in that person's mind eventually, you know, in time. So, my, like I said, my aiming point always is if I can get at least one person heard, then, you know, I feel like my job has been done. And that's wonderful because when you use, I use the term seeds all the time if you listen to my podcast and also trees because you look at these oak trees, how, how long does it take them to grow? Maybe what, 10 years? Maybe longer than that? Probably. So, so when you deposit a seed, you don't see an instant ramification of something. Sometimes you do unless you get a strawberry fruit on seed. You know, but when you get an oak tree or an orange tree, it takes a while for someone to actually get, like you said, the message across and everything. So in Detroit, would you, um, when will you, are you going back to help out your city at any time? I've had I've had moments. Uh, I do like when I do go back to do certain things. Like the last time I actually was in the city, well, I want to say it was uh, two years ago, and I went back to Thanksgiving. And the guys that I grew up with, um, real close knit friendship, uh, we went out and before we did anything with our families, we went out to a homeless shelter, and you know we passed out food, we did clothes. So you know we get back. Anytime I get an opportunity to come back to the city, that's what I try to do. You know something small. I don't know how to do something. You know illustrious something small so and incorporate my friends so they know that it's not always about you know the sport of football is always like when you reach a certain level get back to those that may be stagnant or settled in one so they can be uplifted in some kind of way awesome yes 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 so is it still kind of rough down there yeah yeah yeah, yeah we we're, we're improving you know i love my city to death so you know i'm, re- I'm very very big on if anybody asks me you know how it is out there you know, one thing I can say is we're we're a city, we're a community that loves the hard work, we thrive in it. So when it is tough times, you will never see a lot of us fail. You'll see us pushing harder and harder and harder. And I, I think that's where some of my work that comes into play. Yeah, that's wonderful. So what has been some? And I do this your testimony moments. What have been some of your dark and mo- darkest moment in life, and how was you able to overcome it? It could be anything. It don't have to actually be sports, anything, you know, to help somebody else that's going through some dark times. My darkest point in life that I think of, like, as right now, um, that I'm overcoming is the word forget. You know, a lot of us have a lot of people that, you know, we come into contact with, whether it be family, you know, or friends, you know, and darkness comes from once, you know, things happen to us, things that are, things that we can't control, and instead of fact of, you know, being upset at that time, understanding that, you know, people do make mistakes. One of my darkest things is, I can tell you, is the relationship with my father, you know. Nowadays, you hear so much things about the black male father in the household, and some are absent, and you have the argument that a lot are there that are not spoken about, and you know, my story is is just understanding to forgive, you know. The past is the past, you know, and the one thing about life is time is always going to tick, you know, that's one of the most precious things, so my darkest thing is like, I've always pushed myself to make my dad understand that, you know, I'm going to be something even if I never got some support or your love, I'm going to be it. And now that as I continue to reach, you know, to overcome a lot of obstacles and adversity, the 
work again continues to go because you can't continue to receive God's blessings without humbling yourself, you know, to fix things in, in your past. And one of the things that I don't have to fix in my past is to forgive. It's hard for me at times to forgive, but as I continue to grow each day, that's one of the biggest, biggest things that I've overcome a lot and still overcoming it to this day is understanding the relationship that, you know, I have with my dad that I wanted so dearly, you know, I got to fix it some kind of way with him and, you know, that's one of my darkest things. So now you can give that same love that you didn't receive from him. I'm not saying love whatever you didn't receive from him to your kids. Yeah. And be a good father. That's a big, that's a big, big thing with me. You know, I have two children and um, that right there is huge. I try to make it where it, it does get tough. Like with me personally, um, I play football and I've been playing it internationally. So it's a lot of times that I'm out of the country, you know, and children are going to continue to grow. So with that being said, you know, the best I can do in a lot of those times is to make sure and express the fact that I love I love you, I'm there for you, and I always will be, you know. Uh, a lot of times I feel like that didn't happen to me in my life, but the best I can do is to break that generational curse, you know, and make it that both my children know that, you know, that their dad loves them, and that, you know, where I'm at today is because of them. That's the motivation that they give me. So I can continue to, you know, better myself and make sure they have the best life that they can have. Amen. Wonderful. That's awesome. I didn't grow up with a father neither. I think it, it did affect me because I I was a tomboy. I used to pick the boys up. I wasn't a bully. The boys <laughs> used to pick on me. So I used to just beat them up. Boy, that, you know, I, for me not having a father in my home, so I started to hang out with a lot of guys, you know what I'm saying? Not knowing later down in life. It wasn't that that was part of my assignment because a lot of the youth I mentor and a lot of the guys that I do uh, also mentor is it's just guys, majority guys. I have a few women in there. I do not discriminate. I love you women. Not like to sleep with y'all or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that came out wrong, but <laughs> but I, you understand where I'm coming from. But that's I love it. That's an awesome point. Awesome. Were you able to come? Um, so after you bounced back, how long does it did it take you? to come from where with what you what type of relationship you have with your father to to now how long did it take you to understand you know well it took me i honestly it took me a long time so i went through a, a few different stages you know i went through one of the biggest stages of it was anger for a lot of the time you know a lot of anger and a lot, a lot of resentment you know um not against your mom is it no no okay. not against my mom no 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 okay. but more so against my dad you know just the fact that it was like, you know, I felt in my eyes like, hey, you know, I'm doing all of this stuff and my mom is pushing me to see the big, I'm big on it because of it. My mom, growing up, I think it was seventh grade, my mom was uh, diagnosed with MS. And, you know, I had to take care of my mom, you know, in a lot of ways. And growing up, my dad, I felt needed to be there and just around and I just needed to feel that love where I got it from my mom. I can, I could tell you more, you know, beautiful moments and memories on this football field, you know, and just in life with my mom and I found my dad and I just felt like, you know, the anger came from the fact that like, dang man, you know, I got a lot of, in football you see a lot of guys with the dads around, you know what I mean? Those are, those guys are like the dads around and it's like, me is just my mom or I'm always like the third wheel to the dad and, and their son and so throughout the years outside of like going to college, never really seen my dad in college at any games to just playing on the professional level, never seeing my dad, you know, it kind of, you know, it put me in that angry phase. And through that anger, I did, you know, begin to seek motivation, inspiration.
separation and I, I seen that through the eyes of my son in a weird way and it was because it's as if God was saying this is your opportunity to reverse this you know exactly and, wow good good yeah that's awesome and so did you take your anger and frustration out on that field of course all the time you know it feels good temporarily until you get all in your all those feelings come right back to you yeah definitely yeah I used to run track and I thought I was running away from my I was running track too I was I went to Webb. Webb was middle school. I was one of the fastest girls in there, but <laughs> because of my misbehavior, but another story. But I was, the, and that's what I, that's why I ran track, because I could run away my issues, and that was the outlet, you know, yeah. and that's what we talk about a lot of the youth, and even grown people, and, and grown people's bodies, and still with a, a rest of development mind, they need a positive outlet to, uh, to release that anger and everything like that. So, but I think it's wonderful what you're studying. I think you should continue to study it so that you can help out more and more people. Um, I'm definitely gonna actually network with you once everything opens back up because I do a lot of work with the youth. Also, um, right now my son is on the football team. Um, he acts like me guys when I was growing up. So I see where that mouthpiece comes from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, that's me, like doing quarantine. I'm like, did I act like that? No wonder people wanted to beat me up. <laughs> on the field too, like they, it's all crazy. But yeah, um, you guys, you have anything coming up? Right now, um, with me personally, you know, COVID has thrown us, you know, back a lot, you know, and um, the best thing I can do is just, you know, right now is I just been staying focused, you know, we're training six days out the week. Um, I head back to Texas. Um, I play arena football out in uh, West Texas for the West Texas Warbury, so I'll report back there in February. But for now, it's just, you know, staying in shape and, you know, just, you know, focused on, you know, continuing to stay active and to stay ready because, you know, you never know what happens, you know, outside of this, you know, West Texas is right now, but you never know who's coming knocking later, so. Exactly, so whatever path God has for you, you're going to actually be blessed because everything happened for a reason, and I don't think we understand that when we're growing up, and now that we are older, we see the bigger, I'm probably older than you, but I'm not going to say my age, <laughs> and now that we see the bigger picture, it makes sense why we had to go through this stuff and everything. But it's wonderful when you help other people out. It just, it takes, it makes you feel better, actually. I don't know about you guys, but me, it makes me feel better when I can help somebody out as part of my assignment or whatever, maybe. Where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. Um, it's at JuiceAkins313. And um, that's Akins with a uh, A-K-I-N-S. You know, my name, last name, always gets misspelled. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you can find me there. Um, Facebook, uh, Juice Akins, or uh, Twitter, um, Real Juice 313. Is somebody on, people on Twitter? I mean, if you're still on Twitter, don't <laughs> find me. Yeah, I'm there. But you know, <laughs> that's where I'm at, though. <laughs> I need to go post on Twitter. <laughs> hey, uh, so I want you to give uh, people encouraging words that may be going through issues, maybe not having a father in their life, maybe be going through an uh, uh, anger issue, or that almost want to give up. So I want you to encourage them. So the biggest thing I can say about this, especially with anger, not only just the obvious, find you a positive outlet, but understand that what you're going through right now is just right now. Who you are today won't be who you are tomorrow if you understand and use that as adversity to push you to be a better you. The only person that you're going against, which I had to realize myself, was when I look in the mirror, it's just me. And when you realize that you can overcome you, 
and you'll always be better. Nothing will hold you back. But the biggest thing for somebody that's given up is to understand this is only temporary. You know, God will never put you through something that, you know, that you can't do. You know, he sees something in you before you even realize it. So the best thing to do is just keep pushing, keep pressing, and always understand that he who kneels before God can stand before anything. Amen. That's wonderful. So, guys, you go ahead and follow Juice Akins. I'm going to, uh, a lot of you youth that's on my page, you guys need to follow him also. He's a wonderful guy. I'm sure if you inbox him and ask him any questions, um, he'll get with you guys also. Go ahead. So, <laughs> nice to finally catch up with him yeah, and mean. I thought he was mean though. He has his little soft voice. <laughs> Not like soft, like gay soft. I can't even say gay. Yeah, oh. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just gonna cut this interview because I'm saying all the wrong words. But he's a wonderful guy. Good spirit, energy, and everything. Positive guy and everything. You guys need to connect with him. I act and network with him and all the youth camps. Whatever, whoever else, um, get with this guy so he can come talk to you at your um, sports camp and everything. So, you gotta be blessed. Love you. Tune in to Angie. Uh, Real talk with Angela Bless on Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. on Versus Radio. I'm not going live on Instagram because I'm actually recording from um, a spot. So, and probably when my kids are getting ready for school. And at Thursdays at 7 p.m. on Versus Radio also. So, guys, you tune in. It's on 5365 platform. You guys be blessed. Bye. Thanks, Angie. Oh, no problem. No, you got to be blessed. Nah, definitely.